Welcome once more. Welcome to the second edition of our podcast, Faithful Friday. What a time to have this podcast. We hope you enjoyed last week. What do you think of last week, guys? I think last week was blessed, man. It was very short, but hey, you know, we need to keep you coming back. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. We really hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to um, today's podcast and we pray that you all guys will really be blessed. Now, without any further ado, let's get to it. All right. So we're going to start with a prayer and then we're going to discuss what we're going to do for today. So, Norazi, can you do an opening prayer for us? Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you this day. Thank you for giving us this opportunity to delve into your word and for giving us the understanding that we have to understand it. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray also that you give us the capacity to be able to carry out whatever we learn today. In the loving name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. 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 So, yeah. So, so as you know here, for us in Bram family, it's the year of promotion. You know, we believe God, uh, God wants to promote his people. The Bible says that every promotion does not come from the west, neither the east, north or south. But it comes from God. So when someone is promoted, it's an act of the will of God. And uh, we believe that this year is really the year for promotion for us. Yes. So we bless God for that. And today we really got a, a story that really speaks about what promotion is all about. And one of the factors, or one of the, um, the most important thing in promotion is the location you find yourself in and the timing as well you see so most people in the bible they were promoted based on where they found themselves and the timing of where they found themselves you see so the bible says um the race is not for those that are fast neither the battle for those that are um have strength or no food for the wise but it is for those that find themselves at the right place and at the right time that's in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 9, if you start from verse 11. So there's a story actually that speaks about, that, that we see in the Bible that speaks about the right timing and the right uh, location. All right. So Nolwazi is just going to break it down for us and tell us what the story was about. And I'm sure you guys listening at home, you really know what's the story, what the story is all about. And, and we're just going to unpack it a little bit, you know, and see... Um, what does it really mean to be at the right place at the right time? So there was a man whose name was Elimelech. He had two sons and those sons were married to women. Elimelech also had a wife whose name was Naomi. Now, there, was, there happened to be famine in, in Bethlehem and then um, the, the, this whole family had to move to Moab in order for them to receive provision for the famine. And now eventually, um, the, all the men died from Elimelech and his sons, leaving Naomi, Opa, and Ruth as widows. And, um, eventually there came news that, um, Bethlehem had kind of been restored. So they needed to return back to Bethlehem for provision and things like that. Right. In them going back, uh, Naomi kind of, you know, told the daughters-in-law to be like, Hey, Um, there's nothing much I can offer you. My sons are dead. And even at my old age, like even if I do have sons, are you going to wait for them to grow up so that you can marry them? Yeah, Uh, yeah, that was, that was what she kind of told them. You know, there's nothing, the very, the very thing that made you, you know, uh, uh, 
kind of acquaint yourselves with me was the fact that you are married to my sons. So now they are gone. There is no reason for you to be here. Uh, go find a place where you can get provision and be, you know, taken care of by another man. So um, Opa um, saw it fit for herself to to leave the situation, um, and then but then Ruth Ruth insisted on staying behind. Ruth was very connected to Naomi, so she decided no. Wherever you go, I will go. Where whoever your God is, that will be my God. And if wherever you die, I will die. Ruth tried her best. I mean, Naomi rather. Naomi tried her best to convince Ruth to, you know, go find better. But Ruth insisted on staying with Naomi. She remained loyal to Naomi. Okay, so then they come back to Bethlehem, and then Ruth decides, okay, um, we need to be able to support ourselves. Right, so she goes on to glean in fields, and then she happens to glean amongst Boaz's um, harvest and things like that. So um, that's when a, a lot of news spread about Ruth and what she had done for her mother-in-law. Then through this, Boaz actually found out from you know people talking about what Ruth had done and how noble it was, mm. and then he ordered for his men to look after him uh, to look after her rather to look after her and make sure that no one harms her and to make sure that they they don't just leave the basic little gleanings but to actually take from their harvest and leave stuff behind yeah. for Ruth to be able to gather things wow. e- eventually he invites her to sit um to sit with him and eat with him so she ate all she needed and she took some food back home mm. but now when she got back home to where she was living with Naomi <clears throat> She tells Naomi about this man that she had met. Naomi um, actually noticed, hey, I know this person. This is our a relative of ours. And he happens yeah. to be a, a kinsman redeemer. So basically what that is, is someone who, who tends to, what can I say, buy back? Yeah, yeah, someone yeah. who tends to buy, to back, buy back, like you know. Lubola kind of, idea. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> who tends to buy back. Uh-huh. So in this case, because now, um, they were widows and things like that. That person, uh, like I say, Boaz, would be able to, you know, um, because he has the money, he has, he's yeah. able, he has the money, he has, you know, the, the, what can I say? Because he's, he's, he's of high standing. He's able to literally lift them from that position they are. So they, they won't necessarily live as widows or yeah. be in a poor um, type of stance. Yes. Yes, uh, so thanks so much, Nalwazi. So I think we all know the, the story of, uh, of Ruth and uh, the end story, what happens later that Boaz actually ends up marrying her and then he redeems her. And then there's actually one, um, one scripture at, at towards the end. Um, mm. it, says, it says that uh, Ruth became to Naomi more than seven sons. Mm. That's deep because we know the story of Naomi that she had lost the two sons, but... The, the the value in which Ruth brought to uh, Naomi, it says it's 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 worth having seven sons. You see, so it means God can really restore what is lost. You know, God can give you in one person what ten people could have given you. You know, if you trust Him. Yes, but before we get ahead of ourselves, I think uh, we see the story starting from the beginning that they were Elimelech, the husband of Naomi, had to move. Because there was a famine, you know, and, and he had to move to Moab. And we also know the story of Moab and um, how Mo, uh, God told the people of Israel to have nothing to do with Moab. Because Moab is a product of an incest. If you actually go back to the story, there was Lot and he had his two daughters. 
all right and then the two those that says you know what um there's no men around us here so uh we won't have any um how can i say offspring offspring so our father is here you know let's just get him drunk and so that's already that's madness so that's how mm. moab started as a nation you see so it's amazing what moves us you know because we see they they moved because of famine you know so my first question is when you make your first move what's the thing that moves you do you move because of what's happening around you or do you move by conviction you know so it's important that we know what makes us move because um even though things don't seem as um as rosy where we are you know um it's important that we get the conviction of god before we make we make the next move you know there's a lot of things that really seems appealing to us you know you know like it's happening that side you know these the grass is greener you know like we always say yeah. the grass is greener on the other side and we just jump into it because it's not too green on our side and it happens that you know the place where we went to actually wasn't as green as we thought we also see this with um, abraham and lot you know because there was a time where their their their, their riches or their properties or their belonging was becoming so great that they couldn't stay together anymore you know so there was a, the fight between lots man and abraham's man so they couldn't really um, be on the same place and then god told abraham no i think it's time for you to separate with lot and i like what um, uh, what abraham did and this is such an unselfish move he tells lot look around wherever you see fit for you you can take it and i'll go the opposite way mm. and the bible says lot looked and he saw the green pasture of Sodom and Gomorrah. It looked so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know what? I'm going to go that direction. Yeah. And then Abraham was like, okay, it's fine. If you go in that direction, I'm going the other direction. Let me just jump, go off topic there. Abraham was really a man of... You could really see that God was with that man. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter where he went to. You see, because Lot chose what was very beautiful. I mean, I would have chosen it as well because it's striking in the eyes. But Abraham says... I'll go the opposite direction. So I like to assume or think the opposite direction wasn't as rosy as Willard chose because he would have picked that direction. You see, but Abraham says, it doesn't matter where I, uh, you know, where I go as long as God is with me. You see, so that's, that's a man who moves with the conviction of God rather than with what's happening around them. I think that's the first thing we can learn from this story. Most definitely, most definitely. I I like the fact that you mentioned Abraham. It showed a very like even from from looking at Abraham's upbringing, he he was taken from the na- land of I forgotten the land. I forgotten yeah. the land. Yeah. Particularly, but that was a land of idolatry particularly. Uh-huh. And for yes. him to listen to God and be like, "Okay, I'll obey." I mean, that land was full of idols. He could have yeah. easily be like, mm, "I don't know what this is." Uh-huh. So it takes it takes a yeah. uh, a great discernment in order for yeah. you to be able to go somewhere where it doesn't look so great mm-hmm. and just to trust in God. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. absolutely. So so I think the first thing we can really learn from this story is don't just move because of um, the physical circumstances around you. Be moved by conviction because mm. what's looking beautiful today may not always look beautiful the next day, you see. So, so yeah. And then uh, we also see... Um, a very uh, what can I say turning point in the two daughter-in-law's life. Okay, another thing also that we can learn here is um, 
whenever we wanna whenever we join somebody or agree to walk with somebody or you know or agree with somebody in whatsoever there's always a center of attraction there's always something that brings us to those people it's just something we've been discussing in our latest um service with bram family you know there's uh, there's something that pulls us but it's not necessarily what keeps us you see because we see uh, the two daughters the 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 one relationship the one common factor that the that the, the um, daughters-in-law had with Naomi was the sons. That was the thing that was keeping them together, you know. So that that was the center of interest. So without really the sons, there isn't really a relationship there, you know. He's the mother-in-law because the daughters, this daughters-in-law, are married to the sons. So we see that uh, when Naomi loses the, the the husband, the Bible says ten years later. The two sons passes on. Okay, it doesn't really tell us the cause, but they passed on. And then the, the the one thing that brought the relationship together wasn't there anymore, which was the two sons, you know, because they had to, you know, they died. But now my question is to you, uh, the thing that pulls you in the things of God or the things that brought you in the things of God, are they the things that are going to keep you? Because what necessarily bring us or attract us is not really what keeps us. You know, they, they have to be more than that. You see, that's why God doesn't matter the men in which you come to him. You know, like there are people who believed God through sources that you'd be like, no ways. Mm. You know, you know they, they, I like what Paul says. He says there are some people that are preaching Jesus for, for their own fame. You know, he says it's not that they are genuine, that they want people to know Jesus. They're just preaching Jesus to make a name for themselves. But God is using even that. To make people accept Jesus, so, so, but is that enough to really keep you in a relationship with God? Yes. This reminds me of of yeah. of that verse in the Bible where Jesus tells them, you know, to like. Okay, so there's this point where I think it was um, James and his brother, yeah. right? And then they 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 were insisting on sitting on the right, and like I think it was their mother who yeah. was like, "Okay, will uh-huh. they sit on the right and left of and left, uh, yes, you know of yes. Jesus Christ?" But Jesus uh-huh. Christ says, "The cup I'm gonna drink from, would you yeah. be able to take that?" And in the mm. first place, it's not for me to decide who sits on my left and the right. It's yes. the Father who decides. But I like the fact that He pointed out that, listen, this is a relationship that you're going to get. So for them, like right now, after knowing Jesus for this much, they see the miracles, they see yeah. everything that he's done, the popularity and things like that. Yes. And I'm sure for the mother, it was a thing of, yo, my sons are going to be popular. Yeah. My sons, you know, because yeah, yeah. they're associated with a man who is supposed to take the kingdom from the Romans yeah, and yeah, rule. Yeah, so my yeah. sons are going to be his right and left-hand man if there's a, such a thing as a left-hand man. But mm-hmm. she thought, I think this is me thinking like the mother yes. I think for her she didn't necessarily understand what it meant to be a follower of Christ or yeah. his disciple yes. so um, in the case of Ruth and Naomi um, the way you, Naomi was telling the daughters listen are you sure you want to continue here There's the thing that brought us together isn't there isn't anymore, there anymore yes. you know? and that's the same with Christ he tells us um, there will be trials and tribulations he does not Glam, glamorize, you know, following him. He tells yeah. us, you know, you will die for this word that you'll be preaching. You'll die Absolutely. for this faith that you'll proclaim. You know, I mean, fine, you receive blessings here and there, but um, ultimately, ultimately, because the world is not built for people like Christians, 
um, you will you will die for the word. You will have to sacrifice a lot of things. And yeah, that's that's what I really got from the the situation when when Naomi was convincing Ruth and Opa to leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. True. I think um, it really takes a revelation and revelation and growth in the things of God to go past what brought you in the first place. Mm-hmm. And this is not a passive um, a passive thing. This is a pursuit. You know, I like what the Bible says, seek the kingdom. So it's it's an active, um, how can I say? It's something that you have to actively pursue, you see. Um, remember, we, we when you're born again, there's something that brings you to Jesus. So when you're born again, you start as a baby, you know. But now, for you to grow, you won't grow by just, you know, sitting down and contemplating on things. You have to eat, you mm. see. And mm. there's certain revelation that comes, it's not for the babies, you know. It's for the grown-ups, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. There are certain things um, God wouldn't discuss with you at a kid level, mm-hmm. you see. So, you know, there, there are certain responsibility, even in, in your family, you know, there are certain conversation we cannot have with a child. But as you grow, there are certain conversation that God will have with you because um, your ability to discern that there is more than what attracted me to this and stay, it's not for the kids, it's not for the babies it's for people that are indulging themselves and seeking the word of god and seeking to grow Mm. in their christian walk with god you see so so yeah so i think it's 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 really takes a dedication you know and commitment into the word of god and in your walk with god to begin to understand because there are certain instances where everything around you just like you mentioned like ruth says there's really nothing I have to offer you. Like the circumstances shows that there's really nothing to gain here. But because of the spiritual maturity and the discernment which comes with growing in the things of God, you are quickly able to look past the current situation. You're like, no, I'm going to stick by it. This is really where I need to be, you see. So um, it really takes commitment into the things of God to pass that. Now, fast forward. Um, Opa, actually, we can see the difference between the two because she kind of also insisted to stay along. But when Naomi presented all the facts that, mm. you know what, you're actually not going to get anything here. Yeah. She's like, oh, actually, you know, <laughs> she brought it up. And we can yeah. see the contrast yeah. with the story of Jesus as well. Mm. There was a time where Jesus' popularity grew so much and the Bible says, well, there was like 72 disciples, like mm. all of these people coming yeah. around him. So now this happened after he had done like great miracles uh, now there was this time where they came to ask him no we, you must show us a sign mm. you know mm. that you're a child uh, that you are the messiah so you're not going to get any sign the only sign you're going to get is that of jonah yeah okay and then he starts speaking about no you need to eat my flesh and all mm. these kind yeah, of things yeah. <laughs> and then they're like oh okay so you're not going to show us any sign mm. we're out of here yeah. so you see so the one thing that brought them to jesus wasn't there anymore which was the miracle mm. so they all left and i like what jesus did he turns around and looks at his 12 are you also gonna leave mm. you know yeah and i like peter you know i think peter is my favorite because mm. he's bold you know yeah. he's like no he said where else are we going to go mm. because you are the word of life yeah so you see so they saw past miracles so they got mature enough remember this is the same peter who once in a polar time, he called Jesus on the side, began to rebuke him. No, you yeah. will not die. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
<laughs> yes, see, that's yes. the same. You can see the development of Peter, mm. you know, from where he started, you know, and uh, and you can see that he's developing, he's growing. Yes, he's seeing past the miracles now. He's now being, he's seeing Jesus for who he truly is. Mm. You see, so so that is not for the kids. It's for it's for the people that commit to grow. Most see? definitely. Yeah. So Opa leaves, and then Naomi leaves with Ruth. Yeah. And then yeah, the story carries on from there. Uh, so I was what brought it to my mind was the the issue of the rich young ruler who came to yeah. Christ, right? Uh-huh. He came talking about, "Oh, what can I do to inherit the kingdom of earth?" You know, I mean, heaven, my bad. Yeah. The kingdom <laughs> of heaven. So now he he was rich and he had so much money and then Christ took pity on him. He, yeah. You know, he felt so much love for him. He was like, "Oh, so then sell your things and give the money to the poor and come and follow me." Yeah. But then this man left upset because he had great riches. Yes. So now this 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 goes to tell us that there's nothing that Christ hides from us in terms yes. of us following, following him. him. Yes. It is all laid bare to us. Yeah. And for us to you know, sometimes we I, I feel like without the problems, you know, there there's certain seasons where yeah. you, you're not experiencing any problems in your life. Yeah. You know, and everything is working out right and so Ish, on and so I forth. I wish those seasons could stay forever. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. Yeah. I got ten years of good seasons. Uh-huh. Yeah. But anyway, so um what what happens is as as human beings, like I'm speaking from experience, as human yes. beings, um, we tend to to now question the the reason why we're following. We're like, okay, um, now this is happening, but someone else who's from the world is living their best life, and yeah, they yeah. don't even know the truth, and they're not even holding fast to the truth. I could literally live life like them if yes. I wanted to, mm-hmm. but then your senses they come back to you. They're like, no, man, you know the truth. Yeah. And because you you have that walk with Christ, you, yes. He has put that spirit in you to know how to say no, to have that capacity to to say no to the things of the world. You mm-hmm. will not go anywhere else. Well, rather, yeah. what you will do is you'll take up that cross, whether for that particular moment. And I'm not saying it's forever. Whether for that particular moment, it's yes. you not having you know favor with people who have worldly minds who don't yeah. see what God has put in you. Yes. People who tend to reject you, you will feel rejected. You get into depression. Mm-hmm. You feel all of these things, of which Christ Himself also felt. But yeah. He says He has overcome the world. We should yes. not fear. We should take heart because He has overcome the world. Uh-huh. And by virtue of Him having overcome the world, it 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 should be a comfort to us that. Even though for that particular moment we're experiencing bad things, we're yes. taking up that cross. We mm-hmm. still won't leave the side of Jesus Christ. Why? Because we know he's got the words of life. We mm-hmm. know that he has the kingdom, or the keys rather, the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Yes. And if we choose to follow him, if we choose to live with him, um, in him rather, yeah. if we choose to live in, in him, um, we are adopted into that subject. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, I really like what you say. I think Jesus presents it as it is, you know, uh, so you can really see and know what you're getting yourself into, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think this is good because the first thing God gives you when he calls you, it's not um, what you what you will do or what you will get. Mm-hmm. It's himself first, Yeah. you see, because once he gives you himself, then you'll be able to contain what comes after him. Yes. You see, yes. so that's why he says, seek first me. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about, you know, the the interest. You yes. know, it's 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 not human to not think of interest. Yes, you most see? definitely. Yeah, you see. So because as human being, we always want to see um, what do we have, what's in it for me. Mm. You see, and we see it with Ruth. 
as well. There was nothing in, in for her as well. Yeah. You see, but there was a conviction. There yes. was a conviction in his heart. And I believe this was a godly conviction because Naomi is from um, the people that God had chosen, mm. Israel. You see, so there was there was something particular about the people of Israel because they had a covenant with God. Yes. You see, so um, if you wanted to be a partaker, like if you wanted to benefit from God, you want to connect yourself with these yes. people. And later on, we even see Ruth. I like, I like, you know, the Bible is very intentional. If you see, if you read the book of Matthew in the beginning, when he's speaking about the genealogy of Jesus, you know, they're speaking about Boaz who married Naomi and they say the Moabite. Mm-hmm. It's and you, you know, yeah. And you ask yourself, why is Ruth mentioned? Yeah, yeah. You know, why is she mentioned? Just to tell you that you know she was from a place where God had forbidden you know mm. the children of Israel to associate themselves from, but because she discerned, she gave herself into the things and wanted to connect mm. with the people of God. God credited her for that, yes. and that she was mentioned in because usually when they mention the lineage of jesus i think there's only two women mm, mm. That, that are mentioned yes it's amazing because it's dominated by men yes this 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 yeah but when but when they speak about um when they speak about boys yeah, yeah, yeah they speak about mm. ruth. ruth and then they speak about rahab yeah. the yeah. prostitute yeah. well that's a story for another day <laughs> but there's two women yes, that the bible yes. speaks about so mm. it's it's nothing to take lightly these women really 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 stood out mm. now fast forward to now she goes back with uh naomi uh back to bethlehem and then not only does she go back uh, this woman she's really a woman with revelation mm-hmm. you see i would really like to think she still had a chance to get really to still carry on with her life yeah i'm sure she was a beautiful woman or she could still go back to moab and marry someone and be mm. but not only does she follow naomi she comes with her not even thinking that she would ever have a chance to get married to mm. someone else there yes. but she's just i'm just gonna follow you and not only that she 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 humbles herself to the point of carrying what, what what is that thing called when you go to the farm and you're carrying leftovers oh yes you yes. know <laughs> to the point of going yeah. because naomi was advanced in age you know that this woman need to eat mm. so i'm um, it's like she gave her life for naomi, for naomi. She, she didn't have a life anymore mm. you see and she went to the point of starting to pick up leftover mm. you see i think the moment the Bible says, I like what God says to Paul. He says, when Paul was crying to God, he said, but God, this stone, you know, take it out, take it mm. out, take it out. God says, the very thing that makes you weak is what brings my strength. You see, God's strength cannot bounce off another strength. Yeah. You see, when God comes to you and finds strength, or when the strength of God comes to you and finds strength, mm. it's like two like charges. Mm. They repel, yeah. poof, it goes back. So God's strength needs to land on weakness yes. you see so the moment you are weak you have no alternative yes, yes. you know like That's ruth comes like ruth no alternative mm. no hope of any man seeing me um i got nothing to back off you know we always have these things hey if this thing doesn't work i have like this degree you it's know that i'll bounce back <laughs> you know yeah. so this person has got no bounce back nothing to bounce back on no mm. that's when the strength of god now comes and fall and ma- and it's made manifest yes mm. no was it um so another thing yeah i don't know if i'm skipping ahead of myself uh-huh um so 
so okay let me just say it and we'll yeah. see if i've skipped ahead of myself yes. so i i also like the fact that you know um looking at the lineage right yeah. ruth was not of the lineage of 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 um the israelites type thing yes and and we notice here that because by virtue of her um listening to that spirit of discernment that told her listen stick with naomi um she got to be the 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 mother or the, the great 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 to the power of whatever great you know? mother of Jesus <laughs> Christ you know what i mean yeah. so it's it's the same as us you know like um we ourselves um because i mean we we weren't born israelites we were people who had to you know hear of the gospel yeah. and and accept it and mm. therefore after follow god um so now i'm i'm bringing it back to the issue of now the relation If we were to look at at um the kinsman redeemer, right? Yes. The kinsman means that this was a relative. So in order for this person to be able to redeem that person, it they needed to be a relative. Yeah. So not only was Christ someone who came to relate to us, mm-hmm. um but he also redeemed us. So I I'd like to juxtapose those two examples that um uh Ruth was a foreign woman but she ended up being redeemed through her relationship with Naomi yeah. by virtue of Naomi being related to um Boaz, Boaz. Yes. and then we um Christ came down to redeem us but yes. he is able to redeem us um by virtue of him being related to God and mm. he related us to him mm. so this is how we ended up you know wow. getting redeemed <laughs> uh, that, no no that's that's very powerful and i like the bible because um in every story in every part of the bible we see the image of jesus yes, you know so yes. you know um th- there's always the middle man mm. you know and we yeah. even see in the book of job job says if there could have been a man yes we see it also i think it's in the book of ezekiel say if there is a man yeah. you know to be in between men and god mm. to negotiate and we see that we see the image of jesus just as you mentioned mm. with naomi so naomi is the is the connecting point yes you yes. see yeah. so there's no boas mm. without getting to naomi yes. first yes. just as just as the bible says you cannot go to god yes. without going through, through christ, christ yes. first so so we really we really see the image of jesus there and and and, and not only um just a, just like you mentioned they not only did um did boy see it for see naomi i mean ruth from afar yes but he was close yes you see yes, proximity yeah. yeah so something we discussed you know um god didn't save men from heaven mm. you know mm. he, he didn't yeah. you see so if god saved men from heaven then he would not understand what it means to be human most definitely you see mm. and 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 we actually saw it this is just me thinking how how god dealt with people in the old testament mm. because there was no proximity human relation yeah. it's impossible for man on his own to get to the level of god yes you see yes. so if there is no that understanding the relationship is there's no how can i say there's no empathy yeah you see because empathy is the ability to relate So now God say no 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 no. Not only do I want to redeem this people first, I need to come close. Yes, yes. Okay? So we see Boaz, he gets close, you know, come. Yes. Be here, yeah. right? Collect whatever is around, nobody's going to harm you. Mm. Okay? And then we see the willingness. Okay? So not only God, you know there's some people they're close to you, but 
they're physically close to you but they're not there most definitely you see because mm. they don't have the willingness to be with you mm-hmm. you see but they are there but now we see this the proximity and there's also the willingness mm. of wanting to be close by yeah and not only do we see the willingness we see their ability most definitely you see it's, yeah. it's great because yeah. there are some people who have good intentions and mm-hmm. they meanwhile they're like you know what if i have money yo i'm gonna spoil you i'm yeah. gonna do all of these things for you yeah. but they don't have it at the moment but they have the willingness and they're there mm. and they you know they're there and they really want to do good but not only boys because the bible speaks of boys being a very wealthy man yes so not yes. only was he there not only was he willing to help you can also help Mm. And that's the image of God. Yes. The image yes. of Jesus. He's there. He came as a human as a human being. And then uh, uh, there's a scripture where the where, where the man came to him he was like God if he said Jesus if you're willing mm. you can make me well. Yeah. And then Jesus said yes. I'm, I'm willing. willing. And yeah. then he made him well. Mm. So God is there closer to you, all right? He's willing to do good to you and he's able mm. to do good to you. It's very important to believe this because there's so many things that distorts the image of God to us, you know. There's certain things that we're going through and we believe that it's the willing of it's the will of God for our lives. And these things are really not placing things to us. Mm. But we um we make God responsible or we say he, this is what he wants from us. But today you can really renew your mind and change your thinking around that that God is a good God he is closer remember Jesus told the disciple i will not leave you as orphans mm. but i will send the comforter you see even though he's not physically there he is there yes. he's more alive than than even than he was when he was physically here on earth yes. because he sent the holy spirit to be there not only is he there he's willing So if you're in pain today, you're in a very bad situation, you're feeling sick, you need to know that God is willing to heal you. He's willing to open doors for you. He's willing to turn things around for you. Okay, not only is he willing, he's able. All right? So he's able to turn things for you. As a matter of fact, he's already done it because at the cross he says it is finished. Mm. It is finished. There's not there's no unfinished work. There really isn't. Everything that pertains to abundance life, godliness and the life of Christ in us is done. So your healing is certain, your blessings are certain. God has done it for you. So you need to believe it for yourself, you know. So even as we about to pray now, we really want you to believe this and pray with us with this mindset that God is close, he is willing and he is able. Right. Thank you so much. We thank God for this for this time and we really hope that you were blessed by this message. Uh remember to catch us every Friday. Every Friday at 6 p.m. on Faithful Friday. But we're going to pray wherever you are. If you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, remember he's the redeemer and he's the only door or the only way to God. There's no other way. You know, I know religion trying to present too many alternative, but there is no alternative to God. There's only Jesus. And today if you're in a place where you need redemption, just like Naomi, I mean Ruth, she was in need of someone to come and redeem her. Jesus is available, is present, is willing and is able to redeem you. So you can just make this prayer with me where you are. Lord Jesus, I come to you today 
because I need redemption. And I know you are willing, you are close, and you are able to do it. So I open my heart and I declare that you died on the cross for me and you saved me and you saved me from eternal condemnation. And today I'm a child of God, accepted in the kingdom of God. In Jesus' name. Father, we pray for those that are listening to us today. We declare healing. We declare deliverance on anyone who's listening to us. Anyone who's going through issues, God. Issues that are not in line or that are not your will for their lives. We declare today that they are free in the name of Jesus. May the Holy Spirit visit you where you are today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, see you soon. And join us again. All right. Bye.